Hey everybody, Brad Bodnarchuk here. It has been more than a minute. It has been a long time since I sat down and did a solo episode. And we'll get into the reasons why that is. And I've had grace for myself in this process that is recording podcasts and being on social media and putting myself out there, etc., etc. But I really am so excited to be here today for a multitude of reasons. Um, but the real, the, I guess the most important reason is I'm compelled to share. And I don't know that I have had this feeling for a while now, if I'm honest with you, with myself, or which is really today's topic, have I felt compelled to do it, but I didn't because of external reasons. And let's get into why I find myself recording this podcast here today and sharing what I'm sharing. Uh, Friday of last week, I had what I consider to be one of the most one of the most difficult conversations that I've ever had with someone that I love uh, deeply and have an utmost respect for. Um, but I left that conversation, uh, drove home from it, and I cried uncontrollably for almost the entire drive. And that's about a 10, 12 minute drive. And as I was in the process of crying and emoting what was inside of me, I realized that, man, I haven't cried in a long time. And it actually feels really good to cry. It feels good to know that I'm still alive and me inside exists. And as a man, I feel like we could and perhaps should be finding more outlets like that. Maybe it isn't crying like I was um, uncontrollably in my car on a drive home, but maybe there is a way in which we can exercise those emotions so they don't get pent up inside of us, which obviously happened to me. And I'm, again, I'm very proud of myself for um, that happening and I don't wish to change anything. And if anything, I have so much clarity from what transpired last Friday, sorry, that um, I'm encouraged to be here today and share it. And I will give you as much detail as I feel necessary without getting too specific um, in regards to what happened. But, but what has transpired for me since then has been a massive breath of fresh air and exactly what I need. And it's just a reminder to me, and perhaps I've never shared this on the podcast before, but this is my journey and I'm supposed to go through, I was supposed to have that conversation. I was supposed to get triggered. I was supposed to cry. I was supposed to feel those feelings because I did. And as Peter Crone says, if you don't follow Peter Crone, go check Peter Crone out. As Peter Crone says, it's, it couldn't be any other way because it is that way. And it didn't hit me as real and raw um, as it did this past uh, Friday, then Saturday, then Sunday, uh, then Monday, today's Wednesday, and it's still it's still hitting me. So here's what happened, and here's what caused the reality for me driving home and uh, crying the whole way home. 
Uh, so I was, I had been texting with this person back and forth and this person had requested for us to get together. And I, I can't remember the, um, the way it was worded, but something along the lines of, uh, I'm looking to get some clarification on some things, which generally isn't the language this person uses with me, but I was open to it. I'm, I'm open to, t to conversations, to tough conversations because I know they're like cold showers. I hate them. I really do hate them, but I know that there hasn't been a cold shower or a tough conversation that I've been in that at the end of it, I haven't appreciated it or felt better. So I prepared myself for whatever was going to happen. And, um, I was open as I could be to the discussion that was going to lay in front of me. So Friday comes and I meet up with this person again, who I love deeply. And if anything, I have more respect for today than I ever have my entire life. And this person shows me a screenshot on their cell phone. And on the screenshot is my YouTube about page. So this person shares with me that someone sent this screenshot to him and was concerned. At the time, my uh, business was suffering from a consulting and coaching standpoint. And I was trying to figure out, hey, how can I position myself or reposition myself and start adding some value to the community um, that I have access to that follows me and supports me? And I established myself at that time on my YouTube about as uh, the, the world expert in relationships and communication. That sentence triggered this person and then uh, obviously triggered the other person that sent the screenshot to this person. Are you following this so far? So I'm sitting there, I'm reading the screenshot and right away, my visceral response is I get heated. Like actually my body temperature rises. I'm starting to get, I guess, angry, defensive, um, because I can kind of see what's coming. Although I don't truly know, but in my head I'm projecting. And the person says to me that they're just doing some fact finding. And basically how could I say such a thing? Uh, and from where this person stood, this was a, a false statement was for lack of better term, a lie. And for those of you that have followed me on my podcasts and my blog for the past few years, know that in the past, I've had a lot of issues with honesty, um, with myself and a lot of people that I hold near and dear to me. And that's cost me a lot of relationships. I don't want to be overdramatic. It's cost me a number of relationships, um, but I've worked diligently um, to make that a story of my past. And I try, I don't try, I work on being as authentic and as, as honest as I can be. And we'll get into how that all unfolds uh, into reality. So I'm looking at the screenshot. I'm now feeling hot. <laughs> I can literally feel my body starting to sweat. And I also feel... Uh, my muscles getting tense and I know this is not where I want to be. I, I want to be relaxed. I want to be breathing. I want to be cool. I want to be calm and loose. Um, but what transpired was instead of me just saying, yeah, that's, that's what I said at the time. That was, it was two years ago that I wrote that. Uh, what's the issue? Instead of just asking that question, 
Um, I went on and obviously this person, I went back and forth for about two hours and it was exhausting emotionally. And I'll be honest, there's a, there was a lot of underlying emotion and underlying issues that came up, but I spent the majority of our conversation explaining myself, defending myself. And upon further reflection, days after this, uh, this conversation, I, I realized that I should have just said, so what? That's what I said. What, what is the issue? Why does it, why does it bother you? Whether it is, whether you believe it to be true or not has nothing to do with me. And what I did say, and what I'm very proud I did say multiple times during our conversation is, I don't care what other people think. Let's pause on that for a second. I realize that in itself was a lie. I care, I cared deeply what other people thought of me. And while I may have claimed for years for a long time that I don't care what other people think. I've had moments of that where I, I've been completely unapologetic, if you will, and just 100% me and man, oh man, does that feel good. But then I just revert back to how do, how do you want to see me? How does my family want to see me? How does my partner want to see me? And trying to fit myself into that box. I'll admit I've got a thousand thoughts in my head right now. I'm going to try and keep this all on a path so it makes sense. So bear with me as I, as I punch my way through this. Um, but I realized when I said to this person out loud that I actually don't care what people think that wasn't a hundred percent true because I want people to hold me in a certain light and I want people to think of me in a certain way. But what I also realized and I've heard and I shared on my social media just this week is it is none of our business what other people think of us. And I completely lost sight of that. And I have grace for myself and empathy for myself that that wasn't real for me. I wasn't there. I was there momentarily. I had moments of not giving a, a you know what, um, but the majority of my day to day I was trying to, out of fear, I was trying to be something that I wasn't. I was like quasi me. Um, and then I was whoever I was interacting with needed me to be in that moment. And going back to that statement that, uh, that YouTube about profile um, and anything that I've ever put out on a social platform, I never do it from a place of maliciousness or trying to harm anybody. This is just part of me exercising me. And when I share those things, it is actually quite, quite authentic. But then I have someone who I love and I trust and I hold dear and near challenge me on something. And right away, I, instead of just saying, yeah, I said that. What's the big deal? I don't care what anyone thinks. Instead of doing that, instead of taking a, what could have been a three minute conversation and drawing it out to two hours. And I am grateful for that whole process. I sat there and tried to explain myself. 
And if we all did that, if we all had to explain ourselves to every single person that we know or don't know on social media, um, we would be exhausted. And since that conversation on Friday, since the tears flowed like a waterfall that afternoon, I am more clear on the gaps that I have internally, emotionally, mentally, and the beliefs that I thought I had about myself. And I can see now how I have not actually been myself and I have been holding back. I've been governing what I want to actually do. Um, and that actually speaks to why I don't feel like I've been podcasting as much is because I've been so concerned with what people you might think of me that I've just stopped. And sure, there's other reasons as well. Time, two young kids, new home, all these excuses that we can um, attribute to me not podcasting. But really at the root of it was I wasn't fully in love with me and I was afraid that you wouldn't be either. So what's the easiest thing to do? Nothing. Just be. Just exist. Don't be too loud. Don't be too proud. And just exist. And that's what I said to this person. I said... It would be easier for you and whoever it was that felt compelled to go on my YouTube channel and go to my about page and take a screenshot and send it to this person. It would be easier for you if I just didn't post on social media. It'd be easier for you if I showed up in a certain way because then it would make sense to you. But guess what? I'm not you and you're not me. So while I wanted to be angry at this person and and, and this other person who I don't know who it was, um, and don't get me wrong, I was. I was extremely angry. I was frustrated and um, I felt like betrayed, which is a strange word to use. But, uh, but I realized that that anger doesn't serve me at all. And if anything, I need to be what I'm asking them to be, which is empathetic, which is, hey, that's your process and that's okay. This is my process and that's okay too. I am not you. You do what works for you and I'll do what works for me. If we can be friends, amazing. If we can love each other and support each other, that would be, you know, ideal. If we can't, that is also okay. And what I have learned from that experience and sitting with all those emotions is I am learning I need to let go of my expectations of other people. It just isn't fair. Because guess what? They're, I don't, this is, this is sounds pretty um, dramatic, but they're never going to meet them because they're their own person. And I'm doing to them what I'm asking people not to do to me, which is I'm putting them in a box. I want them to show up a certain way, but maybe they don't, maybe they don't have the tools to show up that way. Perhaps they're just not wired that way. Perhaps they don't even want to show up that way. And then, then there's a whole other conversation about boundaries. Okay, so what do you accept in your life and what do you not accept? What is okay and what is not okay? What do you need in your life versus what do you want in your life? 
And all these questions are questions that I'm still working through. But I have so much more clarity on now than I did this time last week because I had what was one of the most challenging, hellish conversations that I ever had. But I am so grateful for it. I actually wrote a blog post about this interaction and it was really interesting. I was hesitating putting it out because I don't know, how's it going to come across? How's it going to be interpreted, interpreted, all of those things. And then, and then I had a moment and I just thought that you're doing it again. You're, you're governing yourself and you're projecting into the future something that hasn't even happened yet. And you're concerning yourself with how others might make you feel or sorry, how, how what you're creating might make others feel. But I didn't put it out. But the interesting thing was it felt great to write it down. And my intention was to put it out. I wrote it later at late, um, I think it was Saturday night or Sunday night I wrote it. And uh, on my blog where I post, it doesn't automatically save the content. And so I just closed my laptop knowing that didn't save the content, um, but knowing that if I opened it up the next day, it would just be there, uh, which is the case. As long as you don't close the window, your blog's still there, but you need to save it if you're going to close the window. Sorry, boring, but important detail. Um, so the next day I was going to reread it, kind of proofread it, add if I needed to, subtract if I wanted to, um, and then post it. But what happened was, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was trying to show the kids um, a Go Dog Go or a Paw Patrol video on Netflix. And by, I by accident closed internet, the whole like uh, Chrome window, like all the windows, all the tabs, closed it. And for a moment I thought, oh my God, I missed the opportunity to put that out there. But I didn't need to. I realized that. I realized again, I accepted it. That was the process. The process was just me sitting down and writing it out. And that was just it. I could have sat there and complained and cried about the fact that, oh my gosh, all that entire blog that I poured my heart into no longer exists. But hey, I have this podcast and that was part of the um, exercise for me was writing it out. It was almost like, almost like a diary entry that you'll never see and I'll never see again because it's gone, but it served its purpose. It allowed for me to get some thoughts down on quote unquote paper and I was happy with that. And I was okay with the fact that it was now gone in the ether and never to be seen. So let's try and tie a bow on this podcast a bit and my intentions and what I hope you take from it. I hopped on today to let you know that stop caring what other people think. Just stop. You don't have to, you really don't. Um, but from what I've read and what I continue to expose myself to, if you want to live a fulfilled life, which I unequivocally want to do, and I don't know when I'm going to die. So if I want to live a fulfilled life, what does that mean for me? It means I have to be me straight up, not filtered not water down myself. And I want to be that for so many reasons. First and foremost, because I want to be true to myself. And second, I've got, we've got, part of me, we've got two young kids and I'm trying to, to show them, to model them as Lindsay is as well, 
that they don't need to fit into a box. They just need to be themselves. And how hypocritical of me would it be if I didn't embody that? If I'm, if I'm telling our three-year-old, um, go be yourself. Don't edit anything. Just do what you want to do. Dance the dance you want to dance. But I don't do it myself. That's not cool. And speaking about dancing, I felt that the other day. I thought, oh, we, were, we had music on in the morning and we'll do a little dance party or at night. And it actually is, it's so much freaking fun. Uh, I love to dance. And uh, I could feel my body going like, oh no, it's silly. And I thought, no man, if you want to dance, just dance, just move. And I did it and it felt real and it felt in alignment and I felt it and I did it. And that's how I am that's how I was created. Doing anything opposite of that would be like asking a lion to be a bunny. It doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense. So why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we tell ourselves we can't be something when you feel it so passionately inside of you? Don't rob yourself of the opportunity just because of how you might be perceived by something external outside of you. Serve what's inside of you quick story before I wrap this up. Um, I know it's a big bow. It's a long bow that I'm putting on this podcast, but this is, this is important because this is a core memory, uh, that I've had for years and I can't tell you why it stuck with me, but it has, and there's obviously a reason for it. Uh, and talking about dancing reminded me of, reminded me of it in, here in Canada, at least at the time, um, when you finished what was elementary school. So, uh, grade one or primary to six, the video is going to stop here. So I'm going to actually pause for a second and come back to the story. So hang on two seconds. I'll be right back. Thank you, by the way. So where was I? Um, grade six, you leave grade six and you go to junior high, junior high is seven, eight. Uh, wait, how's it go? Junior high, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine. And then high school was 10, 11, 12. Uh, wow. You can tell how long it's been since I've been in school. So grade seven, I was super stoked because grade seven, we got to have dances. There were dances. I think they were on Thursday nights. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I remember it must've been one of the very first school dances and I was just <laughs> psyched because they, you know, it's in the gym and the lights are off and there's music. And at the time, I think it was the offspring was big and Nirvana obviously was big and gives you an idea of my age. And I remember I was dancing on my own. Man, how cool is that? That I was just dancing on my own. Um, so here I am. I am 13 years old, dancing on my own and just having an absolute blast. And I remember an older kid I don't remember who it was. It doesn't matter. An older kid coming up to me and saying, you should stop. And I'm paraphrasing, but this is what I remember. This is the core memory that I've held on to for all these years. I'm 39. So it's a long time, 26 years. Um, he said, you should stop dancing like that because people are going to think that you're gay. And I remember in the moment I stopped and listened. And guess what I did? I kept dancing. 
I kept dancing the exact same way. Why? Because I didn't choose to believe what he was saying to be true. I knew that I wanted to be dancing that way. So I danced that way. And I have never told that story to anyone. And as I say it out loud, young Brad, I am so proud of you. The 39-year-old version of you is so thankful that you did that. And I hope that I can embody that more and more as the 39-year-old version of you. And I hope that our kids dance their dance. I hope you guys dance your dance. Um, I saw someone posted this. Uh, I-D-G-A-F on their social media. And I guess what it stands for is I don't give a F. That's my mindset right now. I am going to be doubling down on me. I am going to be exactly who I am. As challenging as that is and as scary as that is. And I'm a, I'm a white guy. I'm a white heterosexual dude with a partner and kids. So like how tough is it to be me? But hey, it's challenging sometimes. It's challenging sometimes to dance in a way that others think is wrong. But how can I how can I end this life fulfilled? How can I go through this life and say I'm fulfilled? If I'm not dancing my dance, if I only dance the dance that you think I should be dancing. So why don't we do this? Why don't we both agree that there is a dance that you like to do and there's a dance that I like to do. And as long as I'm not harming anybody, and as long as you're not harming anybody, and as long as we're working to bring joy, positive impact, create positive change, facilitate growth, then let's just let that be and find a way to champion each other and say, that's amazing. That is impressive. And, oh, that's interesting. I never actually thought about dancing that way. And it looks like you're having fun. And guess what? That's the most important thing. So I am going to wrap this up and say, um, Find a way to I-D-G-A-F everything around you and just be you. Let everything else go because I'm witnessing now a very small slice of how beautiful that is. And I want that for all of you. And I'm so blessed that I have this camera. I'm so grateful that I have this microphone. And I am so blessed and I'm celebrating the fact that I feel compelled to have a podcast because that's me. That's me being me and not being someone else because how freaking boring would that be? That's it guys. Have an incredible day. I appreciate all of you more than you know. Uh, this resonates with you and you think it would resonate with someone else, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would share it with them. Uh, we just launched Impactful Man. 
Uh, you can check that out, www.impactfulman.ca. I am beyond thrilled for that platform and the change that it is going to facilitate for men, both locally and globally. And as always, I'm here to help and support you, whether it's individuals, um, small to medium-sized businesses as well that I coach. Um, if you're needing anything at all and you feel like I could offer some assistance, reach out. Uh, my website is just bradbodnerchuck.com. And uh, yeah, go be yourselves unequivocally, unapologetically. You. And be good to